to the Wise Women Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, mama, wife, book lover, coffee lover, and just your everyday woman seeking after Christ. Come along with me as we discover deep truths in God's Word, discuss common struggles among Christian women, and build a community to help hold one another accountable. If you're looking for a place to hear real, raw truth and honesty from Scripture, then this is definitely the place for you. So grab your Bible, your journal, and a pen, and join me as we dive into today's topic. Hey, hey, wise women, and welcome back to another week of the podcast, and happy 2024. It's so crazy to be saying that. Um, I feel like every year, time just gets faster and faster, and time is literally flying, flying by, it feels like. Um, I hope that each of you had an incredibly restful and peaceful Christmas and that you were able to find some time to get alone with Jesus and just spend some time with the reason for this entire season. Um, we had a very restful Christmas. My husband and two girls were recovering from whatever this crud is that we have been fighting since Thanksgiving and they recovered for the most part, just in time for Christmas. Um, however, just a couple days ago, my oldest started running another fever, and so we are in the midst of fighting another sickness of whatever this is. I don't know what it is at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm just ready for it to be over with, honestly. Um, so that has taken up a lot of my time and a lot of my energy lately, um, just making sure that my babies are, you know, healthy and have all the things that they need. And so that has just been exhausting. Um, however, I have still tried my hardest to make sure that I'm getting in the word as frequently as possible. It has been a lot more of a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, life has just been really hard um, between infant and sick children, um, feel like we've just been going through the ringer a lot in the last few weeks. So, um, but nonetheless, um, I have continued to try to study as faithfully as I can. And so I want to bring to you today a topic that I resort to when I am feeling frustrated in motherhood and it's a scripture that I have ran to frequently in the last year um, that has kind of challenged me and reminded me of the importance of self-control. Let's pray and then we'll get started and we'll look at the scripture today. God, I thank you so much for each woman who is listening right now. God, I pray that you would quiet our hearts, soften our hearts. And open our eyes and ears to hear what you would have to say to us today, God. I pray that you would speak through me. Hide me behind the cross, God. And use use your spirit, God, to speak to each woman what they need to hear, God. I pray that your words that you've given to me would be clearly spoken today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We are going to look at just one scripture today. Um, and that is Proverbs 25, 28. And it says, 
He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. That word rule, when you look that word up in the Strong's Concordance, or if you look it up in Webster's 1828, it means to restrain, to have control, or to hold back. Um, spirit here is referring to like our inner man, our inner being. Because it is a lowercase s, it's not referring to the Holy Spirit. It's referring to our spirit man inside of us. Like who we are at the core of who we are. Kind of like our conscience. Um, the word city here is referring to a place that is guarded by wake or watch. So basically a place that is guarded by watch. Um, a place that is basically there's somebody keeping watch over this place um, broken down this is defined as two like as one word even though it's two broken down it's defined as one phrase and it means to make a breach or to burst out and then the last one is without walls this is the one that caught my eye the most while I was studying this and the one I kind of want to focus on the most today. But without walls means um, to basically not have protection. It's a wall that has no protection around it. So picture this. There's a city and we have to think of cities differently than what our cities are today because cities back in biblical times would be surrounded with a large wall and there would be a person or people who would sit on that wall and they would take guard, meaning that they would watch the people coming in and out and they would be on watch for that city to make sure, you know, there was no enemy attacking it or anything. So imagine this, there's a city and its walls have been broken down. So the walls have crumbled. There's no walls. Okay. I picture myself in this city and I would be anxious. I would be on high alert because you never know when the enemy is just going to walk right into those into that city. There is no longer a border of protection keeping you safe from the enemy. There is no longer somebody keeping watch over the city to keep you from the enemy. So I would be anxious. I would be so alert and just constantly like, are you, are you the enemy? Are you a friend? Who are you? You know, constantly questioning people about their intentions and I would envision chaos. These walls are broken down. The order has probably gone out the window. Um, people are probably freaking out. That would be what I envision in this scenario. And scripture says that if we don't have control over our own spirit, then we are just like this city. We are just like a city that has no protection and no walls. It's just chaos, basically. Um... And I think it's so important that 
while yes, that phrase is incredibly important, that's not going to be our focus today, but it is so important that we as women of God learn how to have self-control over our own spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and yes, the Holy Spirit guides us and can lead us in places, but we also still have a sense of control that we have to demonstrate, and we have to demonstrate self-control over our own inner person. This city that has broken down walls, that is broken down and without walls, it is easily attacked The people are unprepared, and it allows the enemy to just walk right in and take control of the land. Without walls, we put walls around things that we want to protect. I think about a yard. We put a fence around a yard because why? Well, you either want to protect your children, or you want to protect your animals from things that are outside of the fence. Or maybe you have chickens or sheep or goats. Whatever it is, you put them in a fence because you want to keep them there and you want to keep them safe. Okay, why do we, I mean, I think about, I think about um, another example would be, um, (laughs) I think about like in prison, like there's a wall typically around prisons with, you know, like the barbed wire at the top. Why do they have that? It's to keep the people in. Not, I mean, I'm sure it is to keep them safe, but it's also to keep us protected on the outside of that wall. So a wall could either protect the people on the inside of it, or it can protect the people on the outside of it. And I think when we hear about walls... Like she put, oh, she put a wall up or, well, they just have a wall and I can't get through it. Or, um, you know, um, in a relationship, you don't want to be with somebody who has walls up because you'll never really get to know them. And so when we hear that, I think we automatically think and assume the worst thing, like a wall is a bad thing. But I want to challenge us today. To think about these walls, a wall, as a good thing. What would it look like? And here's our question that we're going to focus on today. Ladies, what would it look like if we started building walls of protection around our spirit? I'll let that sink in for just a second. I'm talking about our spirit. Our, our inner spirit, our inner person, what would it look like if we began to build walls of protection around our spirit? So basically, what would it look like if we began to protect our inner person, our inner spirit, our inner being? What would that look like? How would we be different women if we began to protect our inner person? Because I'm just going to be real honest with you. For a very long time, and I am still struggling with this, but for a very long time, I was this broken down city. I was just chaos on the inside. I was a person, well, I mean, I am a person, but I I was somebody who was just going with the ebb and flow and 
however I was feeling that day is what was going to come out of my mouth. And, you know, if you hurt me, then I was going to build a wall and put that wall up. And, and I was just living day to day very worldly in my inner spirit. So what would that look like if we began to protect that spirit inside of us? So what would it look like if we built a wall of protection around our eyes? Our eyes keep, our eyes are, our eyes are what lets things into us, that lets things into our brain and into our body, basically. We see food, then we want to eat it, you know. We see a new car, and then our heart desires it. You know, we see a spouse, a man, whatever, fill in the blank there, you know, and we want that. We want them. Um, our eyes are basically like the first thing that lead other parts of us to wanting something. So what would it look like to put a wall of protection around our eyes? It could look like not watching a show that you've watched for such a long time. Because it's just not good for your spirit. It could look like restraining yourself from certain foods or something that is not good for your body. It could look like not not reading certain things. Whether that's the news or maybe a book choice. Um, fill in the blank. Whatever it is. But... Our eyes see so much, and there is so much to be seen in our world today between social media and the news and just people. (laughs) Um, But what would it look like if we took the time to build a wall to protect our eyes from seeing things that God never intended for us to see? The next one. What about our feet? What would it look like if we built a wall of protection to keep our feet from taking us places that we have absolutely no business being as women of God? There have been certain situations that I've been in where I had no business being in those situations. I had no business being in those conversations that I had gotten myself into my feet had taken me to places I didn't need to go. And this could be a physical place or a, um, you know, just a metaphorical place. But there are some places physically that we as women of God have no business being. And you can argue the point with me, well, you know, Jesus sat with sinners and, you know, Jesus went and did this with the sinners. Yes, I, I agree. But I think as women... We have got to be wise and have discernment and be able to draw a line and say, no, I will not go to this place because it causes me temptations, it causes me pain, and it is not good for my spirit, and it does not bring me closer to God. I think that it is okay that we put our foot down and say, I will not go here, I will not do this, I will not partake in this. Because that is a safe wall that you are building to protect your spirit. 
what would it look like if we built a wall? And this is the hard one for me. This is a very hard one for me. What would a wall of protection around my our mouths look like? That would keep us from intaking harmful things to our bodies, whether that be physical or spiritual. It would keep us from intaking foods that we shouldn't be intaking or maybe drinks we shouldn't be intaking. But also, if we put up a wall, it would protect us from saying things that we don't need to be saying. From slandering our friends, from slandering another woman at our church, from gossiping about another situation of a friend at church, from gossiping about the preacher's wife, about, you know, the choir director's wife, whoever, the social, uh, the social, <laughs> the Sunday school teacher's wife. You know, what would that wall of protection look like? I think it would look like protecting the words that come out of our mouths so we don't hurt those around us nor ourselves. That wall would protect our mouths from just running wild and slashing those people around us. You know, the Bible says that our tongue is wild. It is, it's one of it's almost impossible to tame it's not brittled it's like a flame and so we have got to make sure that we are building some type of wall to protect our mouth that way those around us don't get hurt and so that way we're not spewing words of hate and anger out of our mouths What would it look like if we built a wall of protection around our time? And our time from being spent doing worldly things. A lot of times when I take inventory of my time management, I find myself doing more worldly things than I find myself doing godly things. I find myself investing in places and in things that are of this world and that are not going to give me anything in return and that have no reward and that are literally just vain. They have no purpose. But yet I find myself feeding into those things and investing myself. So what would a wall of protection look like of my time? It would look like me carving out, making purposeful, intentional time to do the things that God has called me to do, whether that's your career, whether that's, you know, church ministry, motherhood, being a wife, whatever it is that God has called you to do, build a wall of protection around that. Build build protection around that and honor that call that God has put on your life. And don't allow the enemy to just come bombarding through that wall and take that time away from you and distract you with your time. What would a wall of protection look like around our thoughts? I know a couple episodes ago we talked about our thoughts and how to bring them into captivity and how to, sur- how to give them to God. And But what would it look like if we put a wall of protection around our thoughts and our emotions? 
again, these are walls that can keep us things in, or they are things that can keep things out. So for me, um, and it's funny because Brian and I have been together for 13 years, and when we went on our getaway that we went to in November, we just reached a new level of our relationship that we hadn't reached in 13 years, and it's because I, I let some walls down. And I allowed some trust to happen that I wasn't allowing him in on. And I was protecting myself, or so I thought I was protecting myself, but really I was hindering our relationship in a sense because I just had these walls up that I was for no reason really, honestly. Um, But what would it look like to build a wall of protection around our emotions and around our thoughts? If we are protecting our thoughts, this ties in with the podcast episode that I did on thoughts. If we're protecting those thoughts, then we're going to be able to surrender them and give them to God and to speak truth over them quickly because we're protecting them. We have something safe around them to keep them safe. And we're not allowing outside influences to come in and dampen or darken The thought process that we've worked so hard to get to a godly place. Are all of our thoughts going to be godly all the time? By no means, no. We are human. But I do think that we can get to a place where we think more like Christ. We, We think more healthy patterns of thoughts than what we did as sinful, sinful creatures who did not know Christ. So what would it look like? to build these walls of protection, to protect your spirit. I don't know about you, but I have lived my life long enough with broken down walls and with no protection over my spirit. I have allowed the enemy to walk straight into my city, into my spirit, And to take captivity and to take up residence and to dwell. I have allowed that. Why? How? I've allowed it because I've not built walls. I've not built healthy walls to protect what is rightfully mine. And what is rightfully the Lord's. And so you might be asking yourself, you know, well, how do I build these walls? Where do I even begin? And I think you already probably know the answer that I'm going to give you, but it's in the word. When we take up the word and when we take up reading the word daily and consuming ourselves with the things of God, we're going to automatically begin building layer upon layer upon layer of protection around our spirit that says, Nope, God would not allow this to come into me, to come into my life. This cannot come in. It has to stay out. When we are in the word, when we are, when we are just head deep in the word and in God and in our relationship with him, there will come discernment that you've never been able to have before because you are walking closer with God. He will give you discernment as you walk with him. That will help you build layers of protection around your spirit. 
and it's not going to happen overnight. And you're going to have moments of defeat where you feel like you built this really tall wall and then it feels like somebody just punched it and like four layers fell off of it and you got to rebuild it again. But that's part of this Christian walk, I think, is being pushed down and getting right back up and rebuilding again and getting pushed down and rebuilding again because each time we come back stronger in our faith and we come back more resilient than before. When we begin to fight the enemy and when we begin to see that the enemy is the one we're fighting, then you you come back with a strength that you never had before because you know who your enemy is. It's no longer your spouse that you're fighting with. It's no longer your children. It's no longer the women at church or or that coworker. It's no longer those people, but it's the enemy. And when we can come at the enemy headstrong with the word and with our relationship with Christ, it, there's a certain strength that God gives us that allows us to just come back stronger each time, I believe. It can be discouraging. It can be disheartening. It can be exhausting. But it also can be so, so, so worth it. Especially as women who run the household, who are teaching children the ways of God, who are loving their spouses, who are setting an example for those around them, for the other women in the church. It's so, so vital that we just keep coming back more and more resilient. And I know that as women, it's in our DNA basically to do that. So I want to leave you with a question of what kind of protection do you have on your spirit? What do the walls of protection of your spirit look like? Do you have any? Maybe you're like me, like I was for a really long time and I didn't have any. The enemy was just trampling around in my, in my spirit, taking up residence, and I let him. Or maybe you're in the process of rebuilding a, city, a, a wall around your spirit. And maybe, maybe you just keep coming back stronger and stronger. But that is my question to you today is what kind of walls do you have? What do, what do the walls of protection look like around our spirit? And I just want to encourage you to just keep pressing on, ladies. Keep pressing on, even when it's dark, even when it's hard. Just keep pressing forward and moving closer to Christ. I want to pray with you before we close out today. And I hope that this has been encouraging for you like it has for me. And just keep pressing forward. Keep picking up your Bible every day and leaning closer to God. Father, I thank you so much for each woman who tuned in today, and I just pray that this message today was encouraging for her, and I pray that it challenges her and convicts her in all the right places, and that you bring clarity to her life, and that you spoke truth over her life today, and I pray that if she is discouraged, that you would pick her up and dust her off and help her to fight stronger and stronger. Help us to be women who build walls of protection around our spirit. 
And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. I hope you have a great week.